Since I can remember, I've had a really deep connection to the ocean. And uh, uh, this may come as no surprise to anybody that has listened to my music for any amount of time because threaded throughout many of the songs, you'll hear a lot of analogy and imagery that is inspired by the ocean. There's even an EP that I wrote of instrumental music inspired by the five oceans, uh, appropriately titled Oceans. So uh, I just actually got home from a wonderful, wonderful trip with my family to Maui. And uh, uh, so having been surrounded by the Pacific Ocean for uh, a little while, uh, I thought it'd be really fun to talk to you guys about a song of mine called Pacific. So it occurred to me that I, I don't really introduce myself at the tops of each of these episodes. Uh, and, and the main reason for that is because I figure if you found this podcast, you're probably somewhat familiar, at least with uh, uh, the name Sleeping at Last. But um, for anybody that's kind of jumping in the middle, my name is Ryan O'Neill, and I make music under the moniker Sleeping at Last. And this podcast is where I have the incredible privilege of getting to talk to you about how each of these songs got made. I get to pull each of the elements apart. I get to uh, tell you about the inspiration behind each of these songs, why I wrote what I wrote, and why I recorded what I recorded, and uh, what the lyrics mean to me, and, and everything else. So thank you so much for, for being curious about how uh, these songs get made. It means the world to me to get to tell you about it, and uh, I hope that wherever you are listening to this podcast right now, you are, you are having a really beautiful day. Pacific was the 16th song in my yearbook series, and uh, it was track one of the March EP as part of that series. If you're unfamiliar with what yearbook is, back in 2011, I decided to write, record, and release three songs every month for one year. And each of those three songs were titled by the month that they were released in. So uh, for this song, Pacific, it belongs to the, the March EP of songs. And so, uh, again, having just spent some time in Hawaii and being surrounded by the, the Pacific Ocean, uh, and also it being March, I thought it would be the perfect time to get to um, pull this song apart for you guys. Although it was originally released as part of my yearbook project, um, I also included Pacific in uh, my Atlas project, which is the, the one and only song that kind of carried over from both projects. Because uh, I did a, an EP in Atlas called Oceans, which I mentioned at the top of this episode, which is uh, five pieces of music inspired by the five world oceans. And so uh, it's really special to me that this piece of music uh, was sort of the very beginning, the genesis of my Atlas project, well before Atlas was uh, an idea in my head. And it's, uh, as I mentioned, it's the only song that appears in, in both projects. Uh, with some with some adjustments made for Atlas, um, I don't know if, uh, if you've noticed, and I'm sure I'll talk about in other episodes, but um, each of those five pieces of ocean music were um, threaded together by uh, these whale songs that I was able to record uh, in a different trip to Hawaii, uh, Maui as well, where the humpback whales were uh, hanging out. And so Using a, a hydrophone, um, we were able to record some uh, beautiful whale sounds. Mm -hmm. 
So in the in the Oceans EP version, you will hear all five of those ocean songs connected by these whale sounds, as well as some some uh, really beautiful like waves and ocean sounds. So the idea here is, of course, to make all five oceans one one body of water. When you listen to the five songs back to back, they uh, they run seamlessly into each other through these uh, these waves and ocean and uh, whale sounds. Around the time of writing Pacific, there was a film that I fell in love with called The Secret of Kells. Uh, it was directed by Tom Moore, and I just love, love this Irish animated film. I, if you haven't seen it, please go check it out. It is truly a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, and it was actually nominated for an Oscar back in 2010 for Best Animation. It's beautiful and haunting and inspiring. And immediately after seeing it, I, I scoured the internet to find anything I could about the, the folks that made this film. I found that it was directed by, like I said, a, a gentleman by the name of Tom Moore, uh, who created Cartoon Saloon. Uh, it's a fantastic animation studio. And I stumbled upon what is called a conceptual trailer for uh, what was going to be Tom's next film, which is called Song of the Sea. And I was completely awestruck by this this little short one minute uh, concept trailer. It was some of the most beautiful animation I had ever seen. Um, and my, my connection to the Secret of Cal's film uh, was was even blown away by the visuals that I saw in this in this Song of the Sea uh, concept trailer. And at this point, uh, as I was writing Pacific, I had not yet had the privilege of ever making music for film or TV. And, and I was just so moved by this this trailer that um, that I, I I set up my iPad and and put it on loop. And uh, I muted the already absolutely stunning music that was a part of it. And um, and just thought it would be really fun. Uh, for no official reason whatsoever uh, to try to put music to picture, uh, which means to try to uh, actually score uh, uh, something I'm, I'm visually seeing. And I had never actually done that, uh, even though I had dreamt of scoring films and, and making music for TV uh, since I started making music. I had never actually put something on the screen and tried to, to write a, a music for it until, uh, until this little concept trailer. There's there's something that happens when uh, when you're writing to picture that I that I discovered uh, through through this process, and that is that there's there's this immediate feedback. So if you're watching something and you you play a few notes on the piano, you can tell very quickly that it's wrong or right. And uh, I just love that aspect of it. It's it's so different than the blank canvas of of writing music with nothing else but a but you know you in a room with a piano. Uh, the 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 blank canvas, as I think I've mentioned before, is is a very very intimidating part of creating. So to see something on a screen and to um, to have immediate feedback like that that this works or doesn't work was really really fun, and I, I fell in love with that right away. So about a, a, a day of just playing through and um, and just. Trying Trying different ideas against this little concept trailer, uh, the the foundational notes for Pacific came about. And there was something about that, that that initial melody that just sounded like the water to me. And uh, um, so I, I kind of built the rest of the, the this piece of music according to uh, uh, that feeling and that emotion. And again, I did this with, with zero, you know, 
official capacity <laughs> as the, the, the upcoming film at that point already had a composer in place who is amazing. And, uh, this, even this concept trailer already had music. So <laughs> there was no point for me doing it other than just being incredibly inspired and, uh, excited to try my hand at writing to picture for the very first time, just, uh, just personally. And, and that little yell you hear in the background is my daughter, Iris, who is, um, learning words and <laughs> expressing emotions and feelings much like I do in my songs. <laughs> and so um, the beginning of Pacific started there. It started with uh, this inspiration uh, from from this gorgeous animation. Uh, and as a side note, that, that film that the concept trailer was for, The Song of the Sea, uh, did end up releasing. It came out a few years ago and um, it is truly one of my favorite films ever. So that little concept trailer uh, was only a, a, a tiny hint at how beautiful of a film this is going to be. And goodness, if you take anything away from this podcast, I hope it is the recommendation to to watch Tom Moore's Song of the Sea. Um, and and I've gotten to uh, correspond a little bit with um, with the director, which has been really fun to be able to express how much I uh, I love his work. Um, it's such an honor to to get to uh, thank the people that create the things that you love to get to thank them for the for the things that inspire you. So go see that movie. It's it's so beautiful. I guess you don't go see it because it is on Netflix, but see it. Pull pull it into your home and see Song of the Sea. And since Pacific was released, I've actually had the incredible honor and privilege of getting to make a lot of music for film and TV. I've gotten to score uh, a couple films and I've gotten to uh, write songs for for different TV shows and, and films. And and so um, it's really, really fun and meaningful to me that uh, that this kind of began with writing to picture for the first time to that concept trailer. So as my yearbook project was unfolding back in 2011, uh, I knew that when the March EP was coming up to write for, uh, that this song should be a part of it. As I mentioned at the top, I just came home from Maui. And um, Hawaii just holds this really, really special place in my heart because I've been fortunate enough to visit Hawaii almost every year for my whole life. And because of this, Hawaii has become like this home away from home. It's like, a, um, I don't know, it just, it's, a, it's a really special place to me. It's so much so that my, my wife and and I got married on the island of Oahu, and um, this is eight years ago, and uh, um, that was in, in March. And so uh, on this trip that we just took, we got to celebrate our eighth anniversary. And um, uh, like I said, this EP is called March. And so I knew that this song, inspired by um, the ocean, and specifically the Pacific Ocean, should be included. So originally this song was the exact length of the concept trailer, about one minute long. And uh, when I was putting together this song officially for the EP, I, I, I knew that it should be longer and it should, uh, there's there's more movement and emotion to be had out of the song. So, um, but it created this really, really unique problem. Most of the songs on your book, I recorded on my piano in a, in a certain way that I like uh, with a certain mic and uh, miking. And I leave the mic set up when I record my piano. So I have the assurance of knowing that it'll sound like it did before uh, exactly as I like it. But for Pacific, uh, I actually recorded uh, this entirely different. I recorded the main piano part that you hear on a, on a small recorder. But I couldn't remember where that recorder was sitting and how far away from the piano it was and et cetera. So I, I kept exploring different versions to try to get it as close to possible as I was extending this song. And, um, 
I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. Um, so in order to keep the performance of the original recording, which I very much intended to do, I had to figure out a way to add uh, the new extension uh, without it sounding like I, I started playing and recording a piano that is entirely different with an entirely different sound. So um, after several tests and trial and error and uh, all that uh, to figure out how to get this to sound similar, I finally figured out how to match it and uh, continued on in this like extended arrangement. And because the pianos were recorded with this small handheld recorder, uh, there were all sorts of like weird background noises, like coughs and, and TV chatter and um, just all sorts of other other things that were not necessarily part of the, the ocean ambiance that I was looking for. Um, so I had to decide whether or not to keep those original performances at all, even though I finally figured out how to, to mend the, the old piano with the new piano. Um, I just, I couldn't figure out a way to uh, get rid of the unwanted and noise. Um, but I really just love the performances of it and I love the feeling and sometimes when you re-record things you, you lose some of the feeling even if it sounds technically better. So being the stubborn person that I am I went with keeping those original recordings at any cost. So I sent the piano track to my friend Jason Ward who uh, is is the mastermind over at Chicago Mastering. Uh, the, the very same team who masters pretty much every Sleeping at Last song out there with the exception of my other dear friend Chris Bethay who has mastered all of my covers and um, some of my film scores and things like that. But I asked Jason uh, if he would use any ability he had at his disposal to clean up the background noises and hums and coughs and, and any of the things that he, uh, that he can get rid of that is <laughs> able to be isolated and uh, eliminated. Um, so he did this incredibly great job and sent it back and it sounded, uh, it sounded great. So my stubbornness totally paid off. I was very, very pleased. Um, but yeah, the pianos on this song were all recorded, um, not in the official studio, uh, environment or, uh, miking that I, that I typically try to do. Um, it was recorded with a, just a little handheld digital recorder. And, uh, I really, I like that it has this kind of, um, imperfect sound to it. It feels almost more like a, like you're sitting there in the room hearing the piano. So after the, the initial piano melodies were sort of established as I was writing this, um, I just felt like it needed strings, but not in the traditional sense where it had an arrangement or even multiple layers of strings or a quartet or any of the, the, the typical um, uh, string arrangements that I, that I so enjoy. And so um, I, I decided that it needed the singular violin. And um, in the concept trailer, there's this uh, beautiful selkie uh, that is this, the seal creature that is swimming and it just sounded I don't know why visually it translated to me as the the sound of this this very loose singular violin. Um, and a long, long, long while ago, my my brother and sister-in-law bought me a violin as a gift. And um, I totally adore it and play it often. And uh, however, I am so terrible at it that it's 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 kind of um, amazing. It is the most, it's the most challenging instrument I've ever played. And um, I know that many of you, if you've, if you've played violin, uh, you probably were trained and, um, and, and can play quite well, but it's a, it's a really hard instrument to, to learn and especially to teach yourself. So, uh, and it sounds awful when I practice it, which is much to the detriment of my, my family. Um, but I wanted to give it a shot and record some violin parts on this, uh, on Pacific. I was feeling, I was feeling ambitious. So, um, I decided to try to, to record anything I could. I played these different lines that sounded less and less out of key the longer I played. And, um, eventually it, it, 
became the the melody that sort of uh, sits on top of the song throughout the song. And um, so yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my first attempt at playing violin <laughs> on on my on my songs. Usually, I have trained amazing, talented musicians playing strings on my songs, and this one felt like it needed to be wobbly and. Um, needed to uh, to have almost a, a a massive imperfection to to work in this song and so thankfully I'm uh, not great at it but I can I can edit well <laughs> So as the foundation or the the skeleton of the song was taking shape, I needed to sort of uh, decorate it. And so I put all of these little ornamental uh, layers in. Um, you can hear some doubling of the violin and um, some a little bit of chords as the song moves forward to sort of build in some of the um, the, the depth and 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 uh, to kind of fill some more sonic space. And um, I just had a lot of fun. This this song has been. Um, uh, it, it remains one of my one of my favorite pieces of instrumental music I've gotten to work on, and um, and it's still uh, I just I think it was a joy to write from from the beginning to the end. And um, usually with with most music, there's a there's a healthy amount of struggle that goes into it. And for this one, uh, with the exception of the challenge of trying to match those uh, you know the original piano with uh, the extended version of the piano, um, this one was without struggle it just felt uh, like it um was 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 there and i just had to enjoy the the process of um putting the layers in and so um i this this song not only because it was the my very first attempt at trying to to write a piece of music to something i'm visually seeing on a screen um, or that it was inspired by my love for hawaii and um the the time i get to spend there in march and in my first attempt at playing the violin on one of my recordings. Um, uh, so yeah, the song just holds this really special place in my heart and I hope that you enjoy it. I'm so grateful to have gotten a chance to tell you about how it was made and uh, let's listen to it from the very beginning through the end. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for um, your support. It means the world to me, seriously. I am so grateful for you guys. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, my my new Enneagram Type 4 song uh, will be released very, very soon. It will be the next episode of this podcast as well as um, come out very, very soon. So I will announce that um, if you want to keep in touch. Uh, of course, there's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those things that you can find Sleeping at Last, um, where I will announce the release date along with uh, all sorts of other news that I'm just super excited to tell you guys about. Um, I hope that you're, uh, the rest of your day is amazing. Thank you so much. I, I love you guys a ton and uh, can't wait to talk to you soon.